Chapter 23 of The Pony Rider Boys in the Alkali. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marty on the Central Coast of California. The Pony Rider Boys in the Alkali by Frank G. Patchen. Chapter 23 Lost in the Desert Maze. A rifle shot sounded from the camp of the Pony Rider Boys. At regular intervals, shot followed shot. It was the warning signal agreed upon to notify the others that water had been found. Ned Rector had ridden into the camp with the joyful tidings that he had discovered a water tank about three miles to the eastward. Immediately, Walter sprang for his rifle, and running to the top of the little hill began shooting into the air. Ned, in the meantime, not waiting for the return of the others, had fetched the water bags from the burrows and started off at a rapid pace to bring back water for the stock. His canteen he left for Professor Zeppelin and Walter. "'It's horrible stuff, but it is water,' breathed the professor as he swallowed the brown alkali fluid. "'If ever I get a drink of real water again, I know I shall be able to appreciate it.' In the meantime, Walter's rifle was booming its warning over the desert maze. Two hours later, Tom Perry, hot, dusty, and well-nigh spent, rode into camp with the steam rising from his pony in a thin, vaporous cloud. "'Have you found it?' he called hoarsely. "'Yes. Ned's found a water-hole,' the professor informed him. "'Give me a drink, quick. The alkali's cutting furrows in my throat,' he begged. "'Never got such a hold of me before.' The professor pressed his canteen to the guide's lips, and Perry drank eagerly. A few moments later, he pulled himself together sharply. "'I'm going to take the stock out to the water-hole,' he announced, starting the burrows off across the desert. "'I'll water the stallions when I return.' "'You had better let me attend to that,' protested the professor. "'You're in no shape to go out in the sun again.' "'That's all right, professor. But tell me, how am I going to get out of the sun?' begged Perry with a grim smile. "'The, the tent, hotter than the sun.' No, I guess I can stand it if them boys are able to. By the way, have you seen anything of the other two? Walter's straining eyes had failed to make out Tad and Stacy, however, so the professor bade him continue firing his rifle. This was a pleasant occupation for Walter, for like his companions, next to a pony, he loved a gun. Ned had returned with the water bags, and Perry had finished watering the stock. It was now near sunset. "'No signs yet?' questioned the guide, joining Walter on the knoll. "'Not a thing. That doesn't seem right. Stop your firing and come get some supper. We must eat and put ourselves in shape or we'll be good for nothing. Did those boys take any food with them?' "'I think I saw Tad stowing something in his pockets before he started. I'm sure I did,' spoke up Ned Rector. "'There's a lad who knows his business,' approved Perry, moving toward the camp with Walter. "'Why have you discontinued the shooting?' demanded the professor in surprise. To eat. Half an hour's intermission will make little difference. If the lads are on their way, we'll be able to call them in before it gets dark. If not, then I shall have to go to look for them. They're all right. I think you need feel no concern over them. Must have gone a long way, spoke up Ned. Yes, they undoubtedly followed orders. And perhaps exceeded them, added the professor. It was a real supper that they sat down to that evening, with hot coffee, fried bacon, and other good things. 
and the party would have been a jolly one had Tad and Stacy been on hand to participate in it. Walter hurried through his meal, then took his position on the hill once more, where he renewed his signaling with the rifle. All at once he uttered a shout, following it with a quick volley of six shots, thus emptying his magazine. "'Did you see them?' called Perry, hastening over to the knoll and joining Walter. "'I think I see a cloud of dust approaching over the desert.' "'Where?' Walter pointed with his rifle. "'Yes, that's the boys, I guess. Nothing but a bronco would kick up the alkali like that. I'll go back and have their supper ready. You keep on shooting. The light is growing fainter, and they won't be able to find their way in otherwise.' "'Is it the boys?' called the professor, as they saw Perry hastening toward them. "'I think so. Put the coffee on, Master Ned. They'll want to boil the alkali out of their systems as soon as they get here.' "'That's the time Tad Butler got left,' chuckled Ned Rector. "'He's always been around when there was any glory coming. But when it comes to finding water, where there isn't any, I guess they can't beat Ned Rector.' "'What's that boy shooting so rapidly for?' asked Perry. "'He's excited about something.' answered Ned. He's dancing around if he's suddenly gone crazy. What's that? He's calling and motioning to us. Guess he wants you, Mr. Perry. What is it? called the guide, making a megaphone of his hands. Unable to make out what it was that Walter was shouting to him, Tom Perry deserted the campfire, where he was assisting to get the second supper, and hastened to the knoll. What's the trouble, my lad? Come and see. I want you to take a look at that pony. He's tearing across the desert as if something were chasing him, but I can't make out anyone on his back. The light is weak, and he's throwing a lot of dust. Of course there's someone on his back. And there must be two horses. The guide shaded his hands, gazing off across the plain. What? What? he stammered. Wasn't I right, Mr. Perry? That's very strange. I don't understand it at all. That's what I thought. There's only one pony, and he's riderless, exclaimed Tom Perry. I'm afraid something has happened. It may not be one of our ponies, however. We'll know in a few minutes. The running animal was drawing steadily nearer the camp. Those over by the campfire were busy getting the meal ready for the two missing lads. The pony reached the foot of the knoll. Observing Perry and Walter there, the little animal shied, making a wide detour and finally galloping up to the camp. Walter and the guide hurried down. Hello, cried the professor as he saw the horse dash in. What does this mean? "'Why, it's Tad's pony!' exclaimed Ned in amazement. "'Is that Master Tad's mount?' called the guide as he approached them on the run. "'Yes. Do you think there's anything wrong?' questioned Ned. "'Looks that way. Don't let him get away. I want to look that critter over. Perhaps we may learn something.' Ned caught the pony without difficulty and led it to the guide. Perry went all over the animal, even going through the saddlebags. "'The rifle and the rope are missing. Everything else seems to be in order,' he announced. "'Then I'll guarantee that Tad's all right,' spoke up Ned. "'That's what I think,' agreed Walter. "'He's taken his gun and his rope up into some mountain or other, "'and while he was away, the pony got away and started for home.' "'Is that your opinion, Mr. Perry?' questioned the professor. "'What's the use in offering any opinions? "'I don't know, but I'm going to find out. "'Let's see, we have a new moon tonight. "'I've got about two hours before it goes down. "'I want you all to remain right here in camp until I return, "'even if it's until tomorrow.' I'm going out to look for the boys. With that, Perry hastily filled his canteen, slung one of the bags of water over the back of his pony, and springing into the saddle, dashed away, following the trail that the returning Bronco had left. End of chapter 23 Recording by Marty on the Central Coast of California